Welcome to the Young and Ambitious Podcast, a podcast for ambitious young people who want to master their mindset, launch a business, and make their dream life. I'm your host, Nika Molini. I am the positivity boss and Gen Z's personal growth coach. I help young people get clear on their goals and design a life they love through working on their mindset and implementing successful personal growth strategies. Let's get right into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Young and Ambitious podcast. Today, we have Raymond here with us, who is the founder and CEO of Media Zen Digital, and he's going to tell us about his entrepreneurial journey and his personal growth journey. So welcome, Raymond. Thanks for having me, Nico. Great. So can you get us started by telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you do right now? So... Well, as you know, my name is Raymond. I'm the founder and CEO of Media Zen Digital. Um, so Media Zen Digital is a digital company that provides social media management services, content creation, and website design services for those small businesses in Ontario who don't know how to market. Um, we started this business by just knowing that there's this huge generation gap between um, those who are about 40 years or older. Um, they didn't understand any digital marketing skills and they thought they think that, you know, a big sign on their lawn makes a bigger difference than Facebook ads, which is clearly not the truth in 2018. So we wanted to service those kinds of businesses who are, are lacking in those skills and where you can just have us do your marketing and we'd be able to market better than you are able to while then you can just focus on your business. So that's the big idea behind Media Zen Digital. Um, behind it, I'm also a serial entrepreneur and I'm also building my personal brand as well to to be a LinkedIn voice and also a voice to those who don't know where they want to go in life, but also need a guide and inspiration or a mentor to help them out and find out where they go. And I want to be that guy. Awesome. So where did this journey first begin for you? So the journey began for me selling beanies. So those hats that you wear in your head, um, they were cool back in the day of, uh, 2000, 2009 or so, um, I used to go door to door selling these hats and I would get rejected and also get embarrassed time to time. But, uh, it was weird. Like this, this young kid just coming to your house and you open the door and he's, he shows you these beanies in his backpack and he's selling them for 20 bucks a pair. Um, and while that was kind of expensive, it was a really exciting journey for me to start a business that way. Um, but as you can, as you probably already know, that business failed like absurdly, like it was a waste of time and it was just embarrassing and I felt ashamed of being rejected but um and I just stopped doing business from there like it was just too much of a scar for me um it was until I joined the Cairo Society as a volunteer and Cairo Society is basically an organization fellowship that targets uh the best young entrepreneurs under 25 and connecting them in a room where they create ideas connect with one in, one another and also create startups and this really changed the definition of entrepreneurship for me because I realized that entrepreneurship was not about making money, but it's more about creating difference, creating an impact, creating something that was more than money could ever define. And it really changed my world. I started creating startups. I started finding new ideas. And Cairo Society was a really big start for me. They had mentors such as Bill Gates. They had um, Richard Branson, all these big names that that built ventures themselves. And um, it, they were a really big inspiration to me as I started my entrepreneurial journey. Um, so my first startup was um, called Tea School. I really loved bubble tea, if you know of it. It's a beverage uh, from Asia. And uh, I always love to have at least once a week. And 
I realized that sometimes I didn't have a ride to go there and I'll be really sad. So I, I said, no, you know what? Like, why don't I just make my own? So um, I started making my own and we had an entrepreneurship class in grade 10 as well. So you know what? There's just suddenly there's this Asian kid selling bubble tea to everyone in the school. And I started servicing everybody. And um, I had about three staff. It was the, the most exciting thing ever for me. Uh, this kid who always brought bubble tea to his classroom and got to drink it every day. And it was just literally the definition of just turning my passion into uh, something that could make money. Um, it was really exciting when I approached, I was approached by a, a business organizer or a competition organizer. And uh, he was from OCE, Ontario Centers of Excellence. And he selected me as his top 20 for, um, for pitches and business ideas. And I was invited to Toronto to speak live in front of hundreds of people and pitch my idea. Um, on that day when I pitched the thing, it was, it was the most uh, exhilarating thing, but also one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned because I, I, when I went up on stage, my heart was just beating so fast and I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to explain this, this kid selling bubble tea to his friends in, in his classrooms. And it was, it was an embarrassing effort because when I went up there, I completely froze in front of everybody and um, it, it was just, I became like a laughing stock kind of thing. And uh, ever since I got off that stage, I, I took a break. And um, it was really heartbreaking for this kid who was in grade 10, who didn't know anything about business before, um, just going up there and not being able to say what he felt inside of him. Um, it was really embarrassing that day. So next year comes along, I, I find that some of my friends are going off to useless co-op placements. And I feel like um, there must, must be a solution for that. Like, I don't want to see my friend going into a co-op placement where he's going to like a grocery store or something like that. And that was something that really moved me to create a platform where um, teachers, students can be connected with unique co-op placements, such as a designer or a programmer or someone that can make use of the potential and their skills. So that's where Waypoint came along in my second year. And um, I created the platform and the MVP and I made the local newspaper headlines and magazines and radio stations. And it was a big hit. Um, I was selected again to go to the competition in Toronto. Um, I practiced more this time. I made sure everything was, was in line. Um, and I pitched like a great presentation. It was amazing. And my, my brother was so proud of me. Everyone was so proud of me because they knew I pitched that the other year. And I had many people coming to me congratulating me already about my win the next day. Um, but you just never know what happens, right? What life is going to hit you with. <laughs> so next time, I, the next day I go up there and and sit down and watch the award ceremony, I was not called up. And it was just heartbreaking, but it, was, it, was, it hurt, but it wasn't. It wasn't heartbreaking because I'd failed the year before and I understood that, you know what? Um, failure is never fatal. So we're keep moving forward. So I'm gonna end this off here. So the last, the last year, it was my last senior year. And I said, you know what? Why would I ever try again? Because I did twice, I did two times, and I'd failed and, and they've never selected me. Why would I try this again? But I felt something inside of me like, you know what? You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And if, if I'm going to miss it for this year, I'd rather take it going down than, than not trying in the first place. So me and my friends create a product where we use recycled spoons and um, different kinds of um, recycled materials to create an amazing lamp. So if you've seen those spoon lamps that have been online or Instagram or Pinterest, uh, we made those and we spray painted them. They, they made this this really awesome lamp design compared to, um, you know, these older lamps for the older individuals or too young of individuals. This was a design for people in between. And 
I was selected again for, for uh, this product to go up and pitch. Um, I remember just, just practicing every single night. Every, every night I would practice this thing and I would buy all the materials I would need. I prepped every single second of this pitch so I would never have to go through that fear of um, being embarrassed again on stage. And you could wake me up in the middle of the night and I would be able to say it. I would be able to rehearse it every single second of it right in front of your face and not being afraid. I remember organizing three rehearsals um, every, single, every single week. I would always uh, rehearse with all the people that I was afraid of. So when I got up there, I would be able to deliver this presentation and blow, it up, blow them all away. Um, so I remember before get, walking up on the stairs to get on that stage for my last year, for my last time. And remember, this is like, I'm the only guy that has been two, like a three-time finalist and has not won. So it was like a sad thing. <laughs> but I knew that if I didn't do this, I, I could not live with it. I could not live with the fact that I gave up on my own dream of, of winning that, that award when I had a chance to get it. So my heart is being like, what if I fail? What if I went home and I got nothing after three years? But then my heart answered me back and said, you know what? You'd only be a fool if you didn't take this opportunity. You'd only be a fool if you didn't go up there and gave everything you had. You knew how many nights you spent on this thing. You knew how many nights um, have been disappointing for you, have been, have been very, have you, you've been very ashamed about yourself. But this is the time of where you really show everybody where failure can always lead to success. So I went up there. And even though my heart was like beating so fast, even though the, the, the chance of failure was just as equal as success, I completely blew them away. I, I said everything that I had meant to say, they were so, they were, everyone was smiling, everyone was laughing, and I pitched my product the best way that I could have. And on that day, I won the award for um, the best pitch that day. And it was an award that was recognized by the, by the, Ontario, the by Ontario Centers of Excellence and by the entire province as well and also on newspaper headlines i was so proud of myself that day and um after that I, I decided to go to la found a digital media company for about four months and then now i'm here finding media zen and the story only goes on and there's so much more to to keep going on what an inspiring journey and thank you so much for sharing all of that um what would you say is like the biggest lesson you learned from that experience the biggest lesson I learned from, well, mainly my pitching and speaking experience is that don't ever give up. I, I know that is, this is very heard about in, in so many people's journeys, but don't ever give up. It's so hard to take advice when, when you're in that moment where you feel like you just want to, you just want to let it all, you just want to throw the towel into the ring and just give it all up. But success is always just around the corner. It literally is. When you have nothing to hold on to, you have to hold on to all the all your belief in yourself and your faith that there's always going to be something that's around the corner. And if you just take another step forward, it will be there, I promise you. And that was the thing that I kept on thinking about is that, you know what, it, it wasn't this year. And my faith is always something that, that's really part of my life. And I, I think, you know, if, if my opportunity is not here, God has something else that's planned for me. And for you, for anybody, you got to believe that whoever's out there, there's always something better around the corner. And that's what I've always believed when it came to this pitching competition. And, and you know what, looking back, I can connect the dots and say there was something around that corner. And what would you say motivates you? What motivates me is, is watching, watching my family. Um, my, my YouTube channel explains a lot about this. 
Um, but every single, every single night, uh, sometimes I'll be up at, at 5 a.m. just going through social media and stuff. Um, just obviously I shouldn't be because I should be asleep. My mom would like kill me. So, but my mom wakes up to work at that time for 6 a.m. So when she, before she goes to work, she does one thing. And I remember being awake that night, just absolutely blew my mind that she would open the door to my room and, and she sees me. She sees everything that, that she's working for. She sees why she can't give up. She sees why she can't, she can't just give up and, and, and throw in the towel. She sees everything, her everything, basically. And after that, just three seconds glancing at me, she closes the door quietly and she heads to work. And I'll never forget that day where, where I just remember all the times that our family has struggled with money, all the times where, where my mom has to go to work and, and, and pay, for, pay for stuff that I should be paying for myself. That kind of thing upsets me so much. And I see so many youth that go through this who are not grateful for their parents, not grateful for everything their parents have done for them. And they never say anything about it. They'll never, most of the parents will never take credit for what they do for us. And they'll go through that same cycle every day. And their only longing is to hope for us to be successful. So I would say my family, my mother is one of my greatest inspirations for me to keep hustling. It, it's never, it's gotta be something deeper than yourself. And that's my main motivation in my powerhouse. I love that. And what advice would you give your younger self? The advice that I would personally give my younger self is don't be afraid to be the 1%. Um, for me, I've always, I've always went to school, high school student. When I was a high school student, I would always go to school um, thinking about trying to fit in with everybody else, trying to be like everybody else, try to, try to be the coolest one. But no one, not many people have always agreed with me. I would always constantly argue with my entrepreneurship teacher in class who've always talked about, you know, mutual funds and, and investing in retiring your future at the age of like 70 and, and living that kind of mediocre life. And, and for me, I've never been able to fit in with that. And even my other friends would argue with me for arguing with the teacher. Um, but what I would tell myself is that if you're trying to be the 1%, expect to be alone like the 1%. Not 99% of people are not going to agree with your 1% ideas, ideals, and principles but you have to stick it through and you have to believe in yourself. So keep moving forward and never give up. Amazing. Well, those are all the questions I had for you. <laughs> you kind of went through all of your challenges and obstacles and everything. Um, oh, wow. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Is there any like other question you want me to dig deeper into? Because I can just edit this out and like cut it up and stuff. No, I mean, I, I don't know. Like you probably have to ask me the questions. Like I'm not a person to ask myself any questions, but I'm just, I'm just excited. Like I'm really grateful for all, all the times that I failed and I'm grateful for every challenge I've ever taken because I know that every single time I failed, there's always a success that's equal or greater so um i'm just very grateful to be here before you today like i'm not um someone who's always like op very open um i used to be a very shy person but it was just like having the habits of speaking with other people and ever since i made the decision to start reaching to every single person i could on linkedin i've been exposed to so many more opportunities compared to before and i'm so happy to be part of this community where you know um, we can do this podcast and i can help you be more aware of your brand and you can help me with my brand as well. I'm very grateful for this community where people are willing to help with each other and meet up with each other and provide opportunity. 
So um, I just want to say that I'm grateful. That like, I'm really grateful that you came on. I think this is going to be one of the most inspiring episodes I have. So I'm really, really happy that you came and you shared your story. So thank you so much. Um, the no last way, one. you're flattering. You're flattering. <laughs> no, I, I actually do really mean that. Um, okay, the last question wow, okay. is, the last question is um, where can people find you to learn more about you? So you can find me on almost every social media, whether it be Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. So on LinkedIn, you can search Raymond Tran. I'll be there right there, founder and CEO of Media Design Digital. I'm also on Instagram as well at, at Raymond Tran. So R-A-Y-T-R-A-N-N. And please feel free to follow me if you find anything there that gives you value, whether it be inspiring quotes, some of my content, or also this video content as well. I'm thinking about making this into something. So I'm really happy about that. And uh, yeah, you find me everywhere. And I hope that I can get to a place where you'll see me everywhere. But hopefully that words gets annoying though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Young and Ambitious podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It really helps us get this out there and impacting more lives. Now, make sure to also take a screenshot and tag at Nika Moini and at The Positivity Boss on your podcast and make sure to join the Young Bosses Collective Facebook group where we have a community of young, ambitious people all supporting each other. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Bye.